Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Benson, corporate merchant, turned boutique owner, turned consultant. I want you to start, grow, and scale your boutique business right here with me. If you're ready to master your mindset, margins, and marketing, you're in the right place. Hey there, welcome back to another episode. This is Emily, and I'm doing a little intro here for this episode because it's a little bit out of the ordinary. However, I find that a lot of people miss my content. So like they miss something I did on YouTube or they miss something I did on Facebook Live. (laughs) So we're trying as best we can always to cross pollinate our social medias and the content that I produce so that you don't miss it. Because as much as I would love for you to follow me on 87 different channels, I know that's not realistic. And so I'm really excited because we're actually kind of repurposing this Facebook Live that I did right at the end of our six-figure Boutique Blueprint launch. Um, And I did really just an open Q&A. I talk about the Blueprint as well. We opened and like sort of soft-closed the doors about a week or two ago. Um, And I know you guys had heard about that on other podcast episodes, but I do want to let you know, we're keeping that open for rolling admission. So if you are in a position where you're like, I just need to wait till fall, or, you know, I'm traveling for the next month, I want to join in a month, we will welcome you with open arms. It's a rotating program. So, you know, whenever you start, you you start the program and the calls are really applicable at any time. So don't feel like if you miss this launch, you missed it until forever. You didn't. And, and that's the cool thing is we really realized in the business that um, you guys are all at different stages and you're coming to the different stages at different times of year. So we're really working to keep our programs open year round so you can enroll at any time and really get the help you need when you need it. That's important. So I hope you enjoy this q and I answer a lot of questions. It's really long, um, but I think you'll enjoy it. The people that were on live and you know kind of watched after really enjoyed uh, the answers and, and my comments. So I hope you enjoy it today too. I hope you're doing great and uh, I'll, I'll let you enjoy the episode. Hey, it's Emily. Oh, everything's getting closer. It's my first time in a while using Facebook Live on my computer. So I hope it's working. <laughs> it's good to see you. Um, if we haven't met yet, hi, I'm Emily Benson. I am a, uh, what am I? I'm a business consultant and mindset coach for boutique owners and let's say retailers too. We've been having so many people join our circle who are not like women's boutique or fashion and you are welcome here. All are welcome here, honestly. If you sell any product um, or have a product-based business, I want to talk about a couple things today. I've got a lot going on. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about some stuff. And I want to talk about Six Figure Boutique Blueprint. We're going to... um. We're going to start the the next kind of like cohort of people tomorrow. We have people, we have a lot of great women signed up um, and I'm excited about that. You guys, I, I need to tell you, I have spent so much time in the past three months with one-on-one and mastermind clients. Um, it is incredible the amount of growth, however, also the amount of work that goes into supporting such high level people. I have about, I coach for probably 20 hours a month, just one-on-one people. Um, and it's been wild. And what I've been seeing so much of is boutiques cannot be stopped. 
Um, I'm seeing stores get opened. I'm seeing uh, buying plans get increased. I'm seeing uh, Facebook ads working and running. Like things are working, okay? If they're not working for you, then let's talk. We're here live inside my private Facebook group, the Boutique Training Academy Tribe. And it's Monday, it's Memorial Day, it's also the last day of May. How did you finish May? Did you finish on a high note? Are you excited about that? If you did finish on a high note, if May was your best month ever, or April was your best month ever, I want you to check in with your inventory levels. <laughs> Most of the reason why you may not hit your goal next month is because you have not gone back and either reordered bestsellers or gotten their sister cousin style, or you haven't stayed on top of your inventory and you can't maximize your sales when you don't have the right inventory. This is what I talk about constantly. I'm obsessed with inventory. It's something that we're coming out with a brand new product this summer that I it's gonna blow your it's gonna blow the lid off the entire boutique industry. Um, and I'm so excited to share it, but I can't just yet. Look for it in about a month and a half, month, month and a half. Um, so type your questions below. I want to make sure that you know that it is possible to make consistent five-figure months. If you listened to my podcast last month, um, I talked about what it really takes, last month, last week, I talked about what it really takes to have a $15,000 a month boutique business. I talked about how much inventory you need, how many orders you're shipping, the fact that you're going to need an employee or two. You know, too many boutique owners are hitting $20,000, dollars $30,000 a month and they don't have help. And that's a huge problem. If you're at that level, you need at least one to two to three to four to five employees at that point. Um, that is what I would suggest for, a, a, you know, doing $30,000, dollars $50,000 a month. So what I want you to know, $15,000 a month consistent revenue has become a very important number to me. And I've been doing this for five years now. So I've seen, I've seen the $1,000 a month boutiques. I'm now seeing the $500,000 a month boutiques. And it's wild. It's wild the span. It's wild what's happening. But $15,000 sticks out in my head because that is the number where you can really start to pay yourself. You can truly hire help. Um, even if it's literally one person to ship, like you're good. You have the money to do it. And it's kind of that number where you've hit your stride. So you know when you like first learn to ride a bike and it's wobbly and you know you're falling off a little bit, you're making mistakes. Um then you get that tipping point where like you you're like, oh, I get the hang of this. Ooh, I know I have to hold the handlebars and I get the brake and I'm cruising, right? 15k is sort of that cruise number. It's like when you first hit over that line of like, okay, I get what riding a bike feels like. That's that number for me. So what I've done with Six Figure Boutique Blueprint is make that the goal, is make everyone be able to hit, like, okay, I can't guarantee this. I just can't. It's like illegal. But my goal, my desire, when you join Six Figure Boutique Blueprint is we're going to take a year and we're going to take your business and we're going to get you to consistent 15k months, okay? I can't swipe a magic wand and do it for you. I need your help. Obviously, you're in the business every day, but that is my goal. I have created all these worksheets. I've like I've worked so much of this out in my head and seen so many patterns amongst 
revenue earners at certain levels. And so what I'm trying to do is really give you a path because I think so many of you are like, okay, I get it. I start a boutique. I sell clothes. I sell what I sell. But Emily, like, how do I get to the next level? Like, what is that trick? And here's the thing is, it's not just one thing. Like, it's a bunch of things. It's a bunch of little levers. So, like, one of the things that you'll get when you sign up for one of my courses um, is this new sort of path. And I've designed it. Yeah, I, Someone was like, I wish I could see your notes. This I have a huge sketchbook, and this is where I do, like, all my work. I went to art school, so I'm, I love notebooks. So what my plan is for you to do, I'm going to give you this. It's a growth chart. It looks like a store. We're going to get you up to 15K, and I'm going to teach you how. What is the inventory level? What are your goals? And part of this has become an even bigger chart that I was working on last night where I talk you through, okay, so you have 0 to 5,000, 5,000 to 10,000, 10 to 20. What are the mindset? blocks that you're going to face at that level? What are the margin issues that are going to come up? What is the marketing that you're going to have to focus on to get there? And then operationally, how do you need to really grow this business? And listen, I, right now I've done it up to 20K. My goal is to do up to 100. And I think the chunks will start to become bigger because I start to see similar problems like from 20 to sort of 40 and then like 40 to like 60, 70, 80, and then 80 to 100 plus, right? I'm working on it. You guys, listen, I'm literally looking for a person to help me transcribe this stuff. So if you know someone, I need someone to type for me um, because literally I have pages of this brilliance. I mean, I'm, I'm being egotistical, but I just have a lot of notes that I want to give you guys because I've been literally just behind the scenes here, like working with one-on-one -on -one clients and like seeing all these patterns and and parsing it out. And so my intention is to give you that step by step by step by step and be a little bit more explicit about it. I think that a lot of the coaches that are popping up for boutique owners, um, they're great. And coaching is totally an aspect of what I do. But what I realize makes me stand out is I'm truly a consultant. I truly like you can't hire someone like me from a Boston Consulting or a McKinsey, like the big retail, the people that consult Sears, you know what I mean? Um, you can't hire them because they're really expensive and they're, you know, they work on scale. And for me, where I really thrive is, is boutiques under $5 million a year. That sounds crazy. Really, it's under 10 million. But under 5 million, so many, like 99% of you guys are there. And so what my goal is to do is to start to break that up for you and get you to the 500k mark, the million mark, the 1.5. Like every time you make more money, it's easier to make more money. Believe it or not, it just is. And I've seen where the blocks come in. And so um, that's what I'm trying to kind of express. So in terms of six-figure, let me just do this. And then I want to get to your questions. I see you guys posting questions. I'm of course just once you guys kind of open the faucet of Emily's talking, it's it's here. It took me a little bit to get warmed up when I posted about um, coming live tonight. I was like, don't hold me to 7 o'clock. I haven't been live in a while. Um, but where's this page that I'm looking for? But I really want to talk this out. I have so much planned for you guys. We've been planning retreats for next year. We've been planning our big rich retailer retreat. 
We're planning a smaller leadership retreat. Um, I just, I have so much in the works. My new book is coming out in September. So if you haven't seen me publicly in a little while, because I've been hustling behind the scenes slash resting too, because last year was a wild year and I had a crazy year in the business. Um, and I just want to keep giving you guys tools and education and books and all of that stuff. And it takes so much out of me. Um, so we have something really awesome launching in July that every boutique owner needs. Um, the Retail Mindset, my next book, is launching in September. And what we've really tried to do with the courses is take Boutique Basics Bootcamp, make it instead of six months, I'm sorry, six weeks, we made it six months. So it's a really chunky program. Um, but that's going to get you up and launched and get you to that hopefully three to $5,000 a month or more. Some people grow faster than that. Um, but that's where we want to get you. And then we want you to, to kind of level up to Six Figure Boutique Blueprint and take that for a year. That course is, we've gone from 12 weeks now to 12 months. Um, so we've really stretched it out. And a lot of what we stretched isn't necessarily the content. The content, a lot of the content is the same. We've added a lot to it, I would say. Um, but it's a good core course that always has been, so there wasn't really a need to edit it terribly. But what we've added is so much more support and community. So instead of just having help for three months, you're going to have help for 12. So you'll get three, I've been calling them coaching slash consulting calls, three a month with Ariane and myself. You're going to get a Shopify slash website design e-commerce training slash feedback slash Q&A session once a month. Um, what else do you get? you get a whole community. You just get so much support. And I really find that like the, the effects of six figure blueprint happen after people leave. But what if we encompassed you in that time period too, and saw what happened, right? So obviously the price is higher on both courses because we've extended them, but we've made killer monthly payment, um, uh, payment plans. And we know that when you do the work, you get the ROI on these things. Um, so right. Okay, let me get to some of your questions. If you have questions about the courses, um, really, that's what we're doing right now. We're focusing on the two courses, um, Bootcamp and Blueprint. And then my mastermind will come back next year. We're taking a minute off. Um, I've been running it since 2017. And with the pandemic, and then after, it's just, we've, we've gone for a long time. So I'm taking a minute off. We'll launch it again next year. Um, so... Right. So don't worry about that. Okay. So let me just scroll back up a little bit. I just want to see your questions. Um, okay. Thanks for joining me guys. So Jarvis Doherty, uh, or Doherty, I'm so excited you caught me live too. Um, what is the typical cycle for when you release some styles well through most of it, but still have some left? So, okay. So you sold through, let's like um, I'm just going to translate a little bit into like retail speak. So what Jarvis is asking, she's saying, okay, so you have launched new arrivals, you sold through some of them, but you still have inventory left. What do you do with it? Do you resell it? Do you order more? She really wants to get this under control. And listen, inventory management is honestly 80% of why your business will be successful or not. If you can manage your inventory, we're in, we're in good shape. So Jarvis, um, my first call out to you would be, 
please make sure that your markup slash your margin, so the difference between your wholesale and your retail, is adequate. I always recommend a three times markup, so uh, you know a $10 item becomes a $30 item at retail. That is going to help you afford to take markdowns to not sell all of your inventory. We don't expect you to sell all of your inventory. We don't expect you to sell a six pack, especially in the first year, like at all. Um, I would say that's an unrealistic expectation unless you came from somewhere where you had a big audience. Um, we expect you to sell pretty slowly. It's, it's just something that you kind of got to get out of the station. So number one, if you um, find that things are lingering for a week or like, so typical would be, let's say you launch it on a Tuesday night, you sell through three of them by Friday or Saturday. Um, hopefully you sell one or two the next week. I would re-show it. I would restyle it. Remember, we have to show people things seven times for them to really like, you know, for it to really hit home and have them buy it. And then I would say take a markdown. So too many people that are new don't understand the difference between sales and markdowns. And that's where you're actually going to make more money if you mark it down instead of holding it for a sale once a month or once every three months. Um, if you have a brick and mortar store, that's really easy to do. Just walk around and take a red pen and take 30% off. If you have an online store, I would do the same. And I would maybe do a special album of things that you have onesies, twosies, threesies left and have that marked down around 30%. This is in my book. Um, and so if you're not following, you're more of a visual person, grab my book. Um, I thought I had one here, but I don't know where it is. Uh, but I talk about markdowns versus sales. So I would do that. I would not order more, okay? The only time that you're going to order more is if you, like, sell out in a live or if you sell out in, like, an hour, which, you know, if you're on the newer side, that's not going to happen generally. And I wouldn't even necessarily recommend you reorder. I would say order what I call a sister or a cousin style, um, something that looks like that thing that sold out. But... Uh, if you sell something quickly and you're doing 10 to 20 to $30,000 a month, uh, if I sold something in an hour, I would be on the phone with my vendor getting it overnighted and I would up my quantity on the back end so I could continue to sell it so there was no break. When there's a break in your sales, you'll never come back the same way. You just won't. It's momentum. I've watched it for 20, oh God, it's going to be 20 years in like four years. So I can't even talk about that. Um, so hopefully that helps. <laughs> okay. Um, great. Okay, Melinda, I took the um, smaller version right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, wow. Oh my God, Melinda, we need to use that as a testimonial. Melinda says that she took six figure blueprint, which I remember that. They started at $17,000 in the middle of the pandemic a month, and the last three months they've hit $60,000 a month. Melinda, that's insane. But you worked really hard on getting your assortment right. I remember that was a huge thing is like shifting the assortment and getting kind of the store looking and feeling and inventory-wise where you want it to be. So I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, these results are kind of typical, guys. So look at Melinda saying it's been about a year and we've grown from 17 to 60, which is insane. Um, so even if you're on the higher side, maybe you're already hitting $15,000, $20,000 a month, but you just really want to come and get good education, get really great support. Um, I won't brag, but Arianne, who's on my team, used to run a multi-million dollar jewelry business for Henry Bendel in uh, New York. 
and she discovered some of the jewelry designers you now know today, like super high-end, like if you've heard of Chan Lu, like Marianne discovered her, um, or him, I don't know. <laughs> It wasn't in her department, but that's where we met. So, you know, her and I come from these really high level corporate retail backgrounds. We've been doing this our whole lives, basically. Um, and that's what we want to teach you. We want to give you the education that you're just not getting other places. There's trainings, there's memberships, there's, you know, people talking about their expertise. But, you know, I've written these manuals which again, I don't know where they are. Um, I've written literally, you know, all the content that I produce, especially for Blueprint. I mean, that could be turned into a book. I probably won't ever do that because I think the live component is important. Um, but it's a really powerful course. So Melinda, you can type send your resume to hello at stylishandsuccessful.com. Thank you. Um, Stephanie says, I changed the way I look and get inventory. I'm gaining customers slowly. This month has been our best month. We're $16 away from hitting a thousand. Ah! Listen, the day's not over, Stephanie. You need to sell like one more shirt and you're going to hit a thousand dollars. And listen, Stephanie, you're in school. You've got a lot going on. I think you're doing a lot better than you're giving yourself credit for. Um, you know, I think you... I give yourself more credit. That's all I'll say. Uh, we all have to be nicer to ourselves these days. Um, hey, Laura. I miss working with you too, Melinda. Erin, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of early for kids in bed, but maybe they're maybe they're tired from the long weekend. <laughs> um Okay, Jessica says, I'm struggling to grow my customer base beyond friends and family. So here's the thing. You, got, first of all, you got to be so grateful for that friends and family because they are the basis of your growth, okay? So the way you even describe that, my customer base, your customer base is almost always going to be your friends and family, and that's awesome. So I would start asking your friends and family to share more, share more about you, share more of your posts, share more, more of your lives. Um, on Facebook, on Instagram, really what we know works for sure is referrals from other women. Like if your friend says, I bought this thing and I'm obsessed, aren't you more likely to be like, I'll, I'll buy that too. <laughs> yes, you are. So get people to share. I always say my aunt Debbie, she would constantly share my stuff out and she's not a customer. She, she did take a class or two and she's the sweetest. Um, but not like she doesn't have a boutique, you know, she's a painter, she's an artist, but um, she would join my lives, she would share them. And, you know, that was a huge thing for me when I was starting out. And I never judged who was doing that. It was like, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for commenting. Like, anyone is good at this point. And I think also, Jessica, there's a big mindset shift here, too, just knowing that you know, the biggest part of what your marketing is, is just getting education and understanding out there about what you do, who you are. You know, when someone comes to your website, they know within three seconds what your style is. Like, I'm not kidding, three seconds, okay? When they come to your Facebook page or Instagram, do they know within th three seconds what you do, when your live streams are? Did someone join the live stream? How do they shop, right? We have to be educators about what we do. And if you're missing that step and you're just saying, look at this cute new shirt or look at this cute new pair of pants, you're missing an opportunity to make a bigger connection with your customers and, and have you be their go-to for, for shopping. Oh, Ariane, <laughs> were you here when I was bragging about you? I <laughs> just saw that. Um, Chan is a woman. Thank you. Thank you, Erin. I thought so. Um, Laura is who I wrote my post on Instagram today about. She was at $4,000 last May. 
She took boot camp and blueprint back to back and has been working with me one on one. Um, and she just finished May at $32,000. And important to know, she didn't do it overnight, guys. It took time. It takes time. That is like, it's such a good example. Um, so, right. Okay. Let's see. All right. So, Maria, if you guys have any questions, you're just joining. Number one, Six Figure Boutique Blueprint. We have our first consulting call tomorrow. A year, spend a year with me and Arianne and Sherry and Brittany and Andrea and Melissa, my whole team. Um, but if you have a question and you're just joining, post it down in the comments below, okay? Um, all right, Maria, does a boutique owner need to carry plus sizes in order to be successful? I was told that by another boutique owner. Uh, I live in a small town where this particular owner carries everything from nuts to clothes and plus sizes. That's not, not my niche, but I'm getting questions left and right why I don't carry plus sizes. Um, so great opportunity for you to refer to this other boutique owner who's in your town. Great. Say, hey, they they um, have plus sizes. They have a great assortment. We don't specialize in that here. It's a specialization. You know what I mean? You're not going to like go to... Uh, you're not going to go to a cardiologist to help if you broke a bone, you know, but they're all in the same hospital. They're all doctors, right? It's the same thing. But what's your specialty? And I think, Maria, if you work through sort of your tagline and your branding and just try to let people know, then they won't be disappointed. I think the thing with plus size women, being one myself, is we just get disappointed and like we'll get over it, you know, like. We have brands that are showing up and, and, and including that stuff. And if it's not your thing to sell nuts and pretzels and, you know, all that stuff, you don't have to. A plenty of six very, very, very successful boutique businesses that don't sell food, that barely sell gifts, you know, they really are just clothes and accessories. And um, I don't think that everyone needs to be that. I think there are some stores and some boutique owners who love being that and doing that. Brittany Petrick is a great example on my team. Um, from Rosabella, she, you know, is the spot in her town. She has such a great assortment, but that's like, there isn't really anything else in her town. So it works, right? It just has to work for you. So don't feel pressure um, from other boutique owners. Let them do them. You do you. Say thanks for the advice. Appreciate it. See you on the flip side. <laughs> like, that's it. Uh, Sashi, Hi. I'm opening my brick and mortar this month. I've been listening to your podcast nonstop. Yay, good. So encouraging and learning so much. Great. The podcast is amazing. Um, if I do say so myself. It's, it's like, I think it's like one of the top podcasts for boutique owners. Um, we have a lot of listens. I recently said to someone, they were like, how many listens do you get a month? And I told them, and I was like, it's only this. And they were like, that's actually a lot. I was like, whatever. It's just something I do, you know? Uh, okay. So good, Arian, you're here. All right, Stephanie, I put a sneak peek of a shirt we're getting in tomorrow. We already sold out of the six pack and pre-order and had to order another pack because someone wanted it. And we were sold out of the size. Now I'm nervous. So Stephanie, you have to keep pushing that same shirt because you got to get through the next pack. So don't worry. Just focus on getting through that next pack. I think it's good that you fulfilled the demand of that person who wanted it but also let people know that you still have more. So if they missed out, I mean, you just showed it. Show it, show it more. 
Um, Jessica, I've never done an IG live. Can you give me any tips and tricks? What do we even do during it? I mean, an IG live is just like doing a Facebook live. So you would show merchandise. I think if you are going to do an IG live, you want to have at least a thousand followers, 2000 followers on Instagram. Um, I don't really think it's worth it. Otherwise I would focus your efforts elsewhere. Um, it's always better to double down on the platforms that you are best at and just maintain the ones that aren't quite as good. Um, so I don't know. My tips and tricks are to do it like a Facebook live, which I've done so much education around. Um, go listen to the whole podcast about doing Facebook lives. I have, I it's like one of the things I talked about for like a year straight. Um, Teresa Maxson, Teresa, you're in BBB. You can ask your question tomorrow. <laughs> If you're in Boutique Basics Bootcamp or Six Figure Boutique Blueprint, we have calls tomorrow at noon, Eastern Standard. Call into the Zoom, ask your question, submit your question. Um, Arianne's on BBB. I'm on Six Figure Blueprint. If you haven't yet signed up for Six Figure Boutique Blueprint, you have until tomorrow. And then we're keeping it open. Like all of my courses are going to be rolling admission now. We want to start groups together. So we will kind of launch a few times a year. Um, but really we want you to come in when you know you're going to have that time to focus and you're going to like do the work and show up for the work. I think it's really important um, that you have access to the support you need when you need it. And one of the things about launching only a couple times a year, which we've done for five years now, is that people miss out. And I also kind of worry they go and find other solutions that aren't as good as what we can offer them. So I want to just be more accessible. I want to be more, you know, less insane about timing. Oh, Andrea's posting the, great, the link in there. Thank you. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great year. I mean, and we're going to just keep going. Like people that come in, it's just a rolling admission situation. So Okay, if you do have questions, uh, I can take a couple more. I see people posting, great. Um, okay, it's a quarter of. So yeah, I have a little bit more time. So Valor, uh, Valeria, Valeria, most vendors I buy from sell packs of 222. What do I do when some packs have extra large, but not all of my styles have extra large? You just don't have extra large. I don't know. Vendor buying packs are stupid. I wish they would change them. I think it's like so archaic the way that half of our industry is run. And honestly, like I'm going to try to make a lot of changes in that in the next like six to 12 months. Um, cause I think it's stupid. Like I understand why vendors do certain things, but you'd think they would at least be open to having two different pre-packs. You know, some vendors do to that. At least it's a bridge between having like straight open packs or two, 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 two is just like, also, 222, like, I don't know, most women are, like, extra to 2XL. It's, like, 90% of women at this point. Like, why are we not doing sizes the way women are built? Like, is this because, like, men run the fashion industry? Potentially. Which is why we need to, like, you know, form a union and have more people going. Like, you know, I, I'm really, I'm really surprised that more vendors haven't gotten called out for this in a more major way because it's actually like so silly and their business would probably be better if they assorted to the way women bought. But anyway, there's nothing you can do about it. It sucks. It's just like a really shitty situation, unfortunately. So ask vendors to change, push them to change, say, Hey, this doesn't make sense based on the way, you know, 
based on the way things are going. I feel like everything's backwards and crooked. Um, Shirasia, I hope I'm saying that right. I am totally panicking because I feel like everyone's opening boutiques now. Yeah, everyone's been opening boutiques for 10 years. I've been doing this forever. Half of them will be gone. A third of them will be gone in six months. Another third will be gone in another six months. And the other third will just like flit and float for five years. And then like 1% of them will actually be successful. 5%. Like, I sound so negative. But I've just like, you can't freak out about that. This is just like the way of the world. And also, because you're opening a boutique, you're noticing everyone. It's like when I got a fashion truck, you better believe I was like flagging down FedEx trucks everywhere. And I was like, what's that? Do they have a roll-up door? Oh, does they, they don't have a driver's side door. That's, oh, do I want that? I, it's not a big deal. First and foremost, before we even get into the rest of our question. <laughs> okay. Um, there's some people I know that are doing shirts so they're making shirts, but now decided to turn it into a boutique. Great. Good luck to them. Can there be too many in one area? That's why we have the internet. No. Um, I'm strictly online. I live in upstate New York. Cool. Or planning to move to Florida. Great. Who cares? I know of one pretty large and popular boutique close by to where we're moving. Does that matter? No, it doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? I mean, listen, there's, there's women literally copying exactly what I do, like verbatim on the internet. Like, I don't care. Like I send them a message, like stop copying me. Like we're over it. You know what I mean? But like they get to live their life too. Don't copy them. Don't, you know, buy the same stuff as them. Have a great brand, do the work, develop what you're doing and make it really, really good. And when you do that, it doesn't matter what other people do. Literally until they copy you and then we you go after them with a lawyer. Um, but <laughs> very honestly, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. People are gonna buy from who they like. Who they like, the owner, what they like, the assortment that you buy, and the brand and what you represent. That is what that is what we buy. That's what I buy. That's what you buy. I don't care if you're in Florida or New York, like whatever. I don't really care where you live. There's enough for everyone. It's a mindset game. There's enough for everyone. Jessica, um, I'm excited that you're really passionate about your store and we're really passionate about stores. I'm really passionate about retail. Everything's backwards. <laughs> Don't fix your hair. Okay, uh, any advice on gaining those followers on Facebook and Instagram in order to get the most out of your live videos? Yeah, do the live videos. Um, do the live videos, tag the live videos, boost the live videos. We teach this all in boot camp. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the, the number one thing to be good at social media is be consistent and be authentic. It's not, it's not an algorithm thing. It's not like a, oh, you got to trick people into liking me. No, you have to be yourself so people like you. I'm sitting here for the past 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 34 minutes, um, and I think you guys all like me. I mean, I'm giving you good advice. I'm having fun. I think you're having fun. That's what we're all doing on social media, okay? And the more you do that, the more people will just naturally follow you. The people more, they'll, then they'll buy from you because then they'll like you and they'll trust you and they'll buy from you. Like, it's not an overnight thing of, oh, I'm going to gain a lot of followers and then I'm going to make a lot of sales. You can make really good sales with a small, a small following. I don't have, I don't have nearly a, a big following. I'm doing great. It's really, and you may think, oh, but Emily has a huge following. I mean, there's much bigger entities that help boutiques than me. We're different. There, there's a reason for that, you know? 
just keep doing it. I've been doing this for five years. And then five years before that. So just keep doing it. Lauren. Oh, good question. Your store looks so beautiful, Lauren, too. I was checking out all the pics. Um, so proud of you. Uh, so you're wondering about balance, life, kids, full-time job, new boutique. The store is amazing, but I'm really feeling pulled in a million directions. So number one, when are we quitting the full-time job? When is that done? Because um, right now you have like three jobs. Kids. Kids, which also includes like home. Kids and home. Uh, full-time job and boutique. So we need to get your boutique really ramped up so you can quit that job. Because, I don't know. You got to choose at a certain point. Unfortunately, unfortunately, um, or you have to really staff up at the boutique and go to part-time at your job because you can't sacrifice your kids. You can't sacrifice your health or your life. That's not on the table at all in my business. No way. Um, like, you know, I think for you, Lauren, it's really like, there is no such thing as balance. I think it's, I think it's time management. Um, I think there's a lot of rest that gets kind of neglected. But I would say number one is look at having your storefront only open for three to four days a week at first, shorten that so that um, you really drive traffic on just those days. And then I would say, when are you going to get out of the full-time job? That's all. Uh, is there ways to the lesson on inventory? I have trouble finding it. So if you're in BBB, it's in Kajabi. I believe it's uh, week four or five. So it would be module four or five. Just log into Kajabi. Jessica, the best trade show to go to when you're first starting out is the one that is closest to you. <laughs> um, honestly, go to the one that's closest to you. I always went to New York. You don't need to travel. Everyone goes every, like 80% of vendors go to every show. So pick one that's easy for you to go to or where you feel comfortable um, going. I don't feel comfortable. No, I feel comfortable traveling everywhere. What am I saying? But some places I just feel like, oh, I have friends there. Oh, I like it there a little bit better than some other places, right? So, um, yeah. So, Alyssa, extra large is a good seller. I know. I do too. I even think like a, a S slash, well, you have small in your group. I think they should make a pack that's like extra small to large and then like small to extra large. Because I feel like those are those are good breakdowns. That's like how they do shoes. They always have two pre-packs with shoes. I don't know why. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Let's just complain to vendors. Let's ask for change. So we have to. We ha I watched this movie this morning called Moxie. It's on Netflix. It's so cute. If you have girls who are like in high school or middle school, you have to watch it with them. It's so good. Um, but they were like, this is the revolution. Like we have to actually do something to change it. And I think like the boutique industry is so outdated in so many silly ways. And like, I feel like I've come in here and bust down a lot of things. And like next I'm like, we're going for vendors. <laughs> like, let's go. Um, because it's just it's silly. It's really silly. Um, Lauren, you see quitting your job. Yeah. I, I honestly, like, I think let's be real, you know, I think that's, it's a hard choice. I, I get it. It's hard, but um, get really nitty gritty, Lauren, with your finances, with your home expenses, with your business expenses, with your accountant, with, you know, like this is worth hiring someone to really like a, a good CPA or a good tax accountant or tax strategist. It's worth hiring someone so that you were really, really like 
you like quit that job and you're like, I'm good. You know, like I know what's up. Cause I think that's what people are worried about and explore your health insurance options and, you know, do all of that so that you feel comfortable quitting. Um, cause I know like quitting a full-time gig is, it's scary. It's scary. Period. Um, Brittany, hey, okay, I'm getting ready, putting on makeup right now to go do pictures for my items to get rid of the stock images. Great. This is the first time I'm doing this and I'm nervous. What should I keep in mind while doing these pictures? Okay, so I think it's awesome. Stock, stock images are definitely not the preferred. Um, they're not preferred. And so what I would say is as you're doing pictures, think about a couple things. One is how are you going to um, crop them for your website? So are you going to... So for your website, are you going to have a full body shop? Are you going to like cut your head off? You know, how are you going to crop them for your site? And then second to that is what kind of social media images do you need? So do you need some close-ups? Do you need some square crops? Because you're going to do some Instagram feed. Um, really, when you're taking pictures, like you, I think everyone should just start out on their phone. I think it's like so easy. Um, and yeah, that's what I would say. That's really my, my best advice for photos. And just really good lighting. You want to make sure the colors like look really, really great. Okay. I'm in the right place. You're so straightforward. Yeah, I don't... Isn't it a waste of time not to be straightforward? I just feel crooked today on this device. I don't know why. Um, Jennifer, tips on a great scheduling app and advice on how early should you post about an upcoming holiday? July 4th, you should post tomorrow. <laughs> you want to be sold out of July 4th by like the week before July 4th. The earlier you can get it out, the better. Luckily, you have Memorial Day and July 4th, like, which are crunch, so you can do the Americana stuff um, pretty easily. But man, holidays is such a short timeline, and you really want to be out of it, like, the week of or the week before, just so you're not overstocked. Um, and in terms of scheduling up, you know, we use Planoly for um, IG feed. And then we use the just Facebook creator. It's you can schedule it here in Facebook. Um, so we use that. I don't everyone has their preference, to be honest with you. I think you gotta try the ones that you like. I think they all kind of get dinged by Facebook. Uh, I think I think my posts all week have been getting dinged by Instagram. I don't know, but you know, we're all just out here doing the best we can. Like, I feel like you have to find the scheduling thing that's like works with the way your brain works, whether it's like visual, like for me, I like Planoly because I can like visually see it. Um, I just like the platform. So yeah. Um, okay. No, you do not always have to stock for holidays. I never stocked for hol I never stocked for small holidays. I never I the ever only ever addressed uh winter holidays. I never I mean I did like Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduation, but I never did Fourth of July, Memorial Day. I mean I kind of did Easter, but like I didn't buy I never bought like kitschy things for holidays. That like was never my thing. I see people do it. I have clients that do it. Um but I don't think you have to. I think it just, if you think your customers are going to love it and they're going to buy it, do it. But like, if not, I don't, I don't know. 
I think it can get kind of cheesy sometimes if you don't do it right. So I don't know. But that's just me. I might be snobby. I don't know. I just, I think you have to be careful about holidays because it's such a short timeline. So, um, okay. I feel like you guys, oh, Latricia, hey, I'll answer your question then I'll wrap up. Um, so six figure boutique blueprint before I answer your question, we're going to have our first consulting call tomorrow. I don't think I can ever go live on my computer again because it's so backwards and I'm so messed up. Um, but Six Figure Boutique Blueprint, we have a great payment plan. If you're an alumni, we have a great, we're doing it for 50% off for you. If you do pay in full, you get a 30-minute one-on-one coaching call with me too, which is pretty fab, and we don't do that often. Um, but we've had quite a few people take advantage of it, so I'm really excited to talk to some new people. Um, but, okay, um, Latricia, so you're looking for designer back. So do you mean like you want to sell Gucci bags or you want to sell like Michael Kors bags? Like tell me what designer means to you. Do you want to do – like here's the thing too, guys, is you got to be careful about for knockoffs. I've seen so many um, like fair and about – like they keep posting things that say Chanel on them and Louis Vuitton and, you know, they have like blatant logos on them. Like you've got to be really careful. You've got to be careful with the the square check – you know, totes and all of that stuff that looks like the, I think it's the Damier print or whatever from um, Louis Vuitton. Like, you have to be really careful about that stuff because even though you might be small potatoes, you just don't want to get caught up in the law. Um, and technically, when you sell someone else's logo or their name, it's, it is infringing on their trademark. And so I just, it's just like bad karma. I wouldn't do it. So you want to sell Gucci and Louis Vuitton. Okay, so Latricia, the only way you're going to be able to do that is be a reseller. So what I would say, um, or like do it as consignment, something like that. So there's a couple, um, I have a couple friends that do this actually. Um, one place where I actually got my wallet. Um, so like I got, So the, yeah, so you're going to have to go to private sellers basically is the deal. But like I got this wallet, which was like full... Not good money mindset on myself. It's definitely, you know, Louis Vuitton, whatever. It's needs to be cleaned out. Um, but this I got and it was like pre-loved or pre-owned. And because I'm not paying full price for this, why bother? Um, it's it's canvas, it's not even leather. Uh well, the inside is leather, I shouldn't say that. Um, but you're gonna have to go to private sellers. So the so the store I bought this from is a store I really love in Saratoga. Um, in New York, in Saratoga Springs, and um, she, like, goes and works with private sellers or people can bring in their bags, and she, like, resells them for them, and then she takes a cut of it. So, you know, that's going to be your best way to do it. Louis Vuitton, Gucci, they only sell through their private, um, their private stores, um, and they have some accounts with big people like Bloomingdale's and maybe like Saks Fifth Avenue. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have like shops, shop and shops now, like Neiman Marcus, like big department stores. But um, that's going to be your best bet, Latricia, is really like letting people know, hey, and then you're going to have to figure out a way to authenticate it and make sure that you know that it's real because you don't want to sell um, something that's not to a customer. So that's how you would sell. Um, private sellers. Yeah, so, like, I own, like, if I was going to sell this, and, like, I bought it new, and I was like, oh, I don't like it anymore, I would sell it to you, or we would do a consignment deal, and you would sell it to someone else for me, 
and I would get some of it and you would get some of it. So it's consignment or resale or pre-loved. Look, look at those names. Um, but if you're looking for a knockoff version, I'm going to tell you to not. Um, legally, like, legally, karma-wise, it is not in my best interest to encourage you to do that. Um, because they're, it's, yeah. also just like, honestly, here's the thing, you guys. Imagine you made something and someone came and, and, and recreated it and resold it. Like, it just feels icky. Like, it, like, if you don't want someone to do that to you, like, don't do that to someone else. Even if they're a big company, they've worked for hundreds of years to have that name. They've worked for hundreds, you know, Gucci and Louis Vuitton are not new, you know, they've, they've, they're massive brands for a reason. I just wouldn't, just wouldn't screw with that karma. Um, so I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. If you want to do it, it's up to you. I'm not your, you know, I don't run your business. I just, I don't, I feel like it's icky. Um, yeah. And people get shut down and go to jail. I mean, that's the dark side of it. Okay. I don't know. I hope none of you guys are big enough and, and make big enough mistakes of, like that to, to, you know, warrant having that happen. Um, which is why I say don't do it. Uh, but yeah, I just wouldn't. Okay. Um, Jennifer, do you, or would you ever do a course on becoming a wholesale vendor? Um, Jennifer, I, so one of the things I do in my one-on-one -on -one consulting is I help develop product lines with my clients that have their own private label. Um, that's my entire background. I don't have enough wholesale vendors. I don't have enough, I'm sorry, wholesale like resources that I would feel comfortable teaching a course like that. Um, someday when I start my own wholesale line though, I'll document it and then I'll be able to teach it. But I'm not, um, I'm not always too keen on teaching something I haven't done or something I'm not really an expert with. Um, and I just don't have that experience yet. Um, but if you have questions about it, shoot them my way because I obviously, you know, have done that for a long time. So... Latricia, I always try to figure out how people are able to sell and not get in trouble. Yeah, I don't, I think they fly under the radar or something. I don't know. And I don't know if they don't not get in trouble. I don't know. Um, yeah, people do the upcycle LV things where they like remake, you know, they like add stitching on to a Louis Vuitton bag and a guitar strap handle. And I don't know. I mean, I've talked about it with my husband. He's like, well, technically if they own it, but then they're reselling it. I don't know. I, I'm not a lawyer yet, so I don't know. I don't know how that works either. Because, again, you're selling someone else's trademark for profit. It seems a little, it seems a little dicey. I don't know. It's not, it's not, it's just not my thing. I Because here's the thing. I think you have an opportunity to sell handbags in a really fun way, like, I love, so like I got this bag at Target. I just needed something because my other bag was, oh, my other bag's handle was broken. I've had it forever. I got it at a wholesale market. But I got this from Target. You know, it's cute. It has like a little leather, not real leather bottom. But I love it because it can go on your shoulder or it becomes, um, becomes a backpack. It's so cute, right? And it's nylon, whatever. It feels really nice. Um, this is the kind of thing I think you can sell in your boutique really easily. You know, there's a company called Mimi Wholesale. They're at, um, they're at Atlanta Market. They sell really similar stuff to this. And selling this for, like, 
you know, $35, $38, you can sell that to, that you can easily sell that to a boutique customer or this as like a crossbody or, you know, I think those adorned bags are great. I have a couple of them with the, the straps, you know, I think there's ways you can do handbags because I think the thing about when you buy a Louis Vuitton or you buy a Gucci is going to the store and buying it and having the experience where it's all wrapped up and it's this beautiful thing. And I just, we can't like, you know, we're cheapening that experience for our customer. And, you know, if our customer really wants Louis Vuitton, like just save up and get it. I don't know. I think we have a great opportunity to sell like fashion handbags that are really useful, really stylish. I mean, they see my customers do it all the time or my clients do it all the time. I think there's so much opportunity to sell great handbags that aren't designer in a boutique business um, and have a healthy, you know, maybe you don't have a huge handbag business, but you have a healthy one. Maybe you're doing two, three grand a month in, in bags, you know, so. Uh, got it. Um, I should have come. We should do a swap. I actually have so many. The problem is I need a bigger closet. The problem is I need a way bigger closet because all my handbags are in dust bags at the top of our shoe closet. So I can't see them. I don't know what I have. Um, I need like the whole, I need the closet where you can see all the bags. But yes, Andrea, I'll come shopping in your, your bag closet any day. Um, okay, you guys, I'm going to wrap up. This has been a nice session. Um, I've been on for almost an hour, so hopefully I was able to help you with some stuff um, and at least give you some thoughts and ideas about what's up. If you have questions about any of our courses or working with me one-on-one, -on -one, um, you can always email us, hello at stylishandsuccessful.com. Uh, we have sort of listing pages and all that stuff up for everything. Um, and yeah, we'd love to see you in a course. We'd love to see you in a class. I'd love to work with you. I mean, that's the thing. We're trying to provide a course kind of within a membership, like the idea of like the membership being the community piece of it, but really provide that education and do it in a guided way. So you do the work, you get the benefit, you see the rewards, you see the revenue come in, right? Um, that to me is the long-term gain with all these things. Give you more time stretch it out, have you see some successes, have our support when you have bumps in the road and you need that extra, you know, you need that extra push or that extra idea. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what we've been doing. We've really been morphing this year into this, this really, uh, high quality world-class educational company where we offer consulting, we offer coaching, we lead with consulting, we lead with the knowledge that, I can take your inventory and make you more money overnight. Well, like in a month or two, because it takes a little time to turn it. Um, but you know, we are consultants at heart. We do the coaching piece also, but um, you're gonna get so much education in our courses, so much support. So if you have questions about it, always feel free to reach out. No question is silly. Um, <laughs> Andrea says, sign up, sign up. Um, but thanks so much for joining me, you guys. Happy Memorial Day, happy end of month, uh, here's to having an awesome June, making lots of friends and making lots of money. <laughs> All right. Bye guys.